After years of robust growth, China's economic boom is losing steam. Beijing has implemented a stringent policy to combat the COVID-19 pandemic, but it's come at a heavy price for the world's second largest economy. It barely avoided contraction in the second quarter, with gross domestic product expanding just 0.4% year on year. This year facing increasingly complicated and challenging international environment, as well as a multiple and sporadic local outbreaks of COVID-19, the economic development was extremely unusual, with significant increased adverse impacts, and the economy in the second quarter was under noticeable downward pressure with serious impacts from unexpected factors. And it doesn't look like China will be bouncing back from these adverse impacts anytime soon. The World Bank expects China's economy to grow just 2.8% this year. During this period, other economies in the Asia-Pacific region are expected to expand by 5.3%. That means China's economy will fall behind regional peers for the first time in more than 30 years. As business activity slows down, pressure on the country's financial institutions is rising. Real estate sales have dropped, leaving many companies in the $2.6 trillion industry struggling for cash. Supply chain disruptions and rising labor costs are also impeding the manufacturing sector. A government crackdown on tech companies has knocked billions of dollars off the balance sheets for the likes of Alibaba and Tencent. And foreign companies like Apple are looking to reduce their reliance on the mainland. With this uncertainty from the zero-COVID strategy, plus the economic slowdown. These are um, two trigger points which really make um, companies um, think about um, few other options about Plan B. Because as, as I mentioned also in, my, in, in the Business Confidence Survey introduction yesterday, the world does not wait for China. So if there is no change, then definitely companies start to think for, for um, backup plans and um, they obviously would go into other markets. Being a manufacturing hub for many of the world's biggest companies has been an important driver of China's rapid economic rise. Their exodus from the country, though, is a setback that won't be easily overcome. Miranda Lin, TRT World. Well, let's get more on this now with economist Taha Arvas, is an adjunct professor of finance at Boazaji University. Great to have you back with us as always, Taha. Now, the COVID outbreaks and the ensuing lockdowns have really crippled businesses across all sectors in China right now. I guess the big question is, how much longer can Beijing afford to maintain its strict zero COVID-19 policy? Not much longer. The answer is uh, they're almost at the end of their rope here. Um, and there are several reasons for that. Uh, one of the most important of which is, yes, China is this major export uh, behemoth, but also consumer consumption has, become to, uh, has, has come to make a major part of their economy. So if everyone's at home, locked down, they can't spend money. Beijing knows this, but also this whole zero COVID thing is a hill that they've been willing to die on up until now, frankly. Um, so uh, what they're going to have to do is probably is, is change the definition of zero. And they'll say, yes, we, we continue to adhere to a zero COVID policy, but zero now means, you know, a thousand people a day or whatever, something like that. Mm, so shift the goalposts, right, exactly. essentially. But we've got firms already like uh, Airbnb, for example, who've co essentially completely pulled out of China in terms of their operations. Uh, a number of business surveys of European and American companies suggest that they're really wary about doing business in China as well. Should foreign companies steer clear of China right now, given the uncertainty? Um, uh... 
Well, that's a good question. Um, I don't know if they should or should not, but we see what they are doing. If you look at the fund flows, there's a massive flow away from China right now. And the reason is because all these companies were, were caught, frankly, off guard with the Russian invasion of Ukraine, right? And suddenly, all these sanctions were imposed. Companies quickly moved. You remember companies like McDonald's and all these fast food restaurants had to shutter, like, almost immediately. So they don't want to be in the same boat when it comes to China. So uh, obviously, there was a, there's a different situation there, a different dynamic, an invasion of another country. But they're still weary of what will happen if, if the United States and the European Union says no doing business with China or no moving funds through China. And if that happens, then uh, lest they be caught off guard again, they're trying to be proactive and get out earlier. That may not happen, but uh, if it does, at least they'll, they'll have been prepared for it. It really is a stark contrast from really just recently where companies were falling over themselves to do business in China to really make use of a country of more than a billion people who are essentially all getting richer. But right. what should Beijing do now to uh, restore that confidence in its economy? Uh, so, so that's a difficult question. Um, the problem now is we're in this perfect storm of rate hikes globally. China has been one of the few countries that have not joined the bandwagon, only because, and frankly, we're, if we talk about the European Union, the Eurozone has barely increased interest rates. They've increased them, but from negative to zero and just a little bit over zero now. Um, so what, what's happening is every country is playing their own game, right? So the, the Chinese leaders have uh, the Chinese population to answer to, albeit not in free democratic elections, um, you know, uh, quote and unquote here. Uh, but still, they need to have the, the economy keep going. So will they, will they end these COVID policies? I think the answer is yes. Will they do whatever they can to keep the uh, Chinese economic behemoth success story going? I think yes. How will they be able to do it in the face of these strong dollar times? You see the Chinese yuan is at an all-time, almost an all-time low against the U.S. dollar. That will probably continue. This means uh, it's, it's, it's Chinese goods are cheaper. And um, uh, so that, these are all these headwinds are, are facing China, but they will face them head on. They're, 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 too, they're too big to fail, frankly, and, and I think they'll be successful in doing that uh, in the coming uh, weeks here. Okay, and on that note, uh, we'll have to leave it there, but always great to get your analysis. Thank you. Thank you.